welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is charles vessel from cardel capital welcome charlie hey thank you so much ram Sure, thank you. And a little bit about Charlie, founder of Cardel Capital. Charlie has also founded and managed several successful companies in the South Carolina area. He has been involved in multifamily commercial real estate in one aspect or another since 2006. Active investor since 2016, he set up Cardel Capital to bring private equity to investment opportunities. He provides extensive due diligence on the sponsor as well as the deals themselves to make sure uh, they are taking. the most conservative approach to uh, investing and building wealth alongside uh, their investors so with that charlie would you like to add anything to your background no i just you know i got a beautiful wife of uh, 20 years and three wonderful kids i got twin 8 year old girls and a 12 year old son cool thank you thanks for sharing that and so would you share your thought process of getting into real estate and multi family what is the reason why to build wealth for family and to help friends do the same thing uh, through investing in commercial real estate. Okay, got it. And what is your investment philosophy? You know, we look for we team up with operators and we uh bring capital to their deal as well as we help out with the investor relations, you know, some of the due diligence items as well. I mean, I do have a background in construction. I uh owned a general contracting firm that I sold back in 2016 and that's when I hopped into the alternative investments, mainly multifamily. So until now, I, we actually have a fund that we set up that we put out a webinar on last night. It's a 3 to 5 million dollar fund set up to by mobile home parks in North Carolina that has some pretty good returns. Oh sure. So would you share a little bit more about that fund model how that works? Yeah, so right now we have five uh mobile home parks under contract right now in North Carolina and uh we're in talks with a bit more of the um mobile home park owners there in the the same area of North Carolina and what we're going to do is buy these parks you know we're going to try to stay around 50 uh pads and under and yeah participate you know our investors will participate in the uh you know the the turnaround of those parks i mean it's called thrive community fund and we named it that because we actually want to you know we're looking at this as our mission field as well we want to to uh really improve the these mobile home parks and you know let the community thrive <laughs> thus the name thrive community fund i mean we're we're doing a lot of a lot of uh you know capital expenditures work on these parks we're going to paint all the trailers get rid of some of them uh bring in some new ones we're going to pave the roads patch and reseal and some of the roads that are paved and you know just we want to make it a better place where these people live and low income housing is just such in demand right now i mean there's just such a shortage of low income housing out in the country right now and uh and we want to be able to help bring that to the people that need uh, while making really good returns for us and our investors got it and you mentioned you're working with experienced partners and would you share about your extensive due diligence process on the sponsor and also as well as on the deal 
Right, right. So one of our sponsors actually has close to 2,000 pads in the Southeast, and he has some of them close by where these are going to be. So we looked into his deals, you know, looked into people that had done deals with him. And, you know, I know two of the other guys that know him real well, and I know them real well, and that's how we made the acquaintance. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we we look at their past history and, and some of their past returns and see how they're running their parks and uh yeah i mean it was you know quite a bit of due diligence really but yeah yeah, we just found nothing but good stuff really i mean he he was doing a really good job at what he does he's been doing it for several years now and he's got a lot of mobile home parks got it and recently you acquired property in greensboro market so would you share a little bit more about that and what is your acquisition process and your business plan and what is your exit criteria on that yeah so that was 66 units that we closed on back in february and it is outperforming our projections right now believe it or not we were able to bring the rents to market a whole lot faster than we had anticipated because of the property manager that we brought into the deal to run it um yeah and we had some really couple of sharp partners that were uh negotiating the deal even up to the closing day that really just got some good terms back from the seller and and uh yeah so we you know we actually um we took over some we the seller actually paid us to assume some maintenance contracts on the uh, maintenance and service contracts for the building it's a mid-rise there in uh greensboro north carolina and greensboro winston-salem i mean it's a it's a really good market you know uh, really there, there's a, just a slew of good markets in in north carolina and south carolina right now it's we get so many people moving into the carolinas every day from up north so yeah it's been a, a really good deal so far Got it. So would you share about your business plan also and exit criteria? Yeah. So our business plan on that, we don't have really a big heavy lift there. We're just turning some of the units that have not been turned before. It was a very, very minor value add. You know, we did raise the, you know, it was just underperforming. It had a rough bunch that was doing the management on the property. And we brought in a very professional property management company to help run that. And uh, they really made it way more efficient for the tenants and for us as the investors in the deal. Um, they've done a really, really good job. And yes, I mean, it's, it really wasn't a huge value add play, but it kind of turned it into it from the operational standpoint, as opposed to the CapEx standpoint. Okay. And what is your exit plan on that? Our exit plan is we will hold on to that one for uh, five years. And then, you know, at that point, we're uh, put it up for sale. I mean, we don't have a refi or anything like that in, in store for that property, for that particular property. But I'll be honest with you, we really don't need one. It's It's got really good returns. The mobile home park deal that we're doing, that does have refi with return of 100% of uh, investor capital that we've planned out anyways. that That's the, but yeah, the, the property over there in Greensboro, I mean, it's plugging along really well. So it should definitely, you know, it will exceed our our expectations of what we put out to investors for sure. Got it. So did you face any challenges on that property? Would you like to share anything else? On the Greensboro property? Yes. We haven't. 
it's been kind of a, you know what? We Okay, I can go into one. We did have to, we are going to have to probably re- make some major repairs to the elevator in that one. It is safe and we had everything checked, but that, you know, we will have to make some pretty major uh, repairs to that as it was a 1970s property and it's the original elevator and everything. Even though it's had a service plan the whole entire time, that was one of the things we were able to negotiate down with the uh, seller on price because of the, the big hit we would take on almost just basically replacing the elevator. Got it. So would you share any of your best multifamily real estate experience so far? Um, dealing with our investors, man, it's just a lot of fun. It's what I like doing. You know, I have Zoom calls and phone calls with people every day. Every day people reach out and they book calls with us through our Calendly link. And I just, you know, I thoroughly enjoy getting to know about other people's investment goals and, and how they're investing and, and, you know, see if we can't get them to, you know, come along with us and see if we can't make them some money. I mean, it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Got it. And would you share any of your challenging or worst experiences in multifamily so far? My worst experience was we had a webinar for the deal in Greensboro and we were supposed we set up the uh, our active campaign account to send out text messages to everybody that registered for the webinar and uh, it actually sent it at 3 a.m to all of the people that registered. And it was supposed to send it like at 3 p.m., but we sent it out at 3 a.m. And we didn't just do it once, it went out twice. So it went out at 3 a.m. And in case that didn't wake everybody up and piss them off, we sent it again at like 3.01. And yeah, so I got some phone calls on that one the next day. Although, you know what, it was, nobody was upset. It was just, it was more funny than anything else, really. Once I told them, you know, what happened and they were like, my phone was going off at three o'clock. So anyway, that was probably my worst experience so far. Okay. Thank you. And what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now? I mean, you know, forecast as far as looking into the future of this business, it's just going to grow. You know, a lot of people in our business think that it's saturated now and it's not. I mean, it's still, this is still in its infancy, even though it doesn't feel that way to those that are in it and just immersed in it every day. This is still something that we need to get the gospel out about, about investing in commercial real estate and that this is how the wealthy do it. Yeah, they don't go over to Edward Jones and have their little accounts taken care of. They they come play with the big boys in the big commercial real estate. And we're offering a way for, you know, accredited investors, but, you know, to be able to do that. I mean, we do only take accredited investors uh, right now, but it's a way that they can come in without having to shell out you know, millions of dollars and run their own property and go find properties and and everything else, they can participate passively and still earn the great returns they would if they went and tried to find it themselves. Cool. Yeah. And any one advice that have an impact on you? I mean, just keep going every day, you know, keep going. Don't quit. It's, you know, I mean, you know, we spent two years before we got our first deal and then it just kind of snowballs from there into, you know, we got 24 million under uh, 
in assets under management right now. And it's that's about to grow by about another $8 million here within the next two months. So, you know, don't give up. Keep going. It'll happen. You know, that's a, my little bit of wisdom, I guess. Good. And any of your personal habits that are helping you to be successful? Yeah, I tell you, one of the biggest personal habits is I hire, it's not even a habit, but it's something that I did personally that I didn't think that I could do is I hired a virtual assistant and I turned things over to her. And I mean, it is going phenomenal right now. Like I've actually hired her over just over a year ago. And we actually have another intern that's working with us now that she's turning out to be a rock star as well. She wants to get into the business. And and so I'm just kind of, you know, showing her the ropes of everything. And it's really working out well. So yeah, something that I do is, you know, relinquishing my control over everything because I am one that likes to have my thumb on top of everything. And me letting go of some of that has been very freeing and uh, and profitable. Got it. And so tell me about that uh, VA. So how did you hire them? Yeah, I used uh, Rocket Station, which is a, a company that, you know, they vet all these VAs and they kind of match you up with somebody that's going to be in your industry and has done work in your industry and, uh, so that, you know, they create, they help you create all the, the SOPs and everything for that VA. And I mean, it has just been phenomenal. It really has. Uh, Rocket Station, I really couldn't recommend them more. As a matter of fact, I talked to them and since I, you know, since I do sing their praises so much that, I mean, because they really helped out with the process of hiring a VA. I don't think I could have just gone on to Upwork and just hired my own VA and set all that up for her. Like they take all the pain out of it and they make it extremely easy to come up with a game plan for that VA. So yeah, they actually give give anybody who says that Cordell Capital recommended them, they give them $250 off of their uh, off of their setup fee. Got it. And say any one book uh, that have impact on your life and what way? Oh, wow. I mean, I would definitely say, you know, first and foremost, my father. I mean, he is an amazing man. He ran a large company for many years. And, you know, he was always trying to teach us about business and, and things like that. And obviously, you know, we did not listen at all until we were, you know, almost late 20s, maybe. But, uh, yeah, he was a very wise man. He still is a very wise man. He's around now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's, you know, he would always push us and he put the drive in us to go out and, and, you know, not just be successful in business, but in life and our relationships and, and all that. Okay, got it. And how about you giving back to community, Charlie? Yeah, so we give back through the Low Country Pregnancy Center. I mean, we, we donate money to them every month. It's a, like a place for women who get pregnant and are in like a crisis situation and they help them out. They help them out all the way through, you know, the childbirth and, you know, giving either, you know, adoption or keeping the baby and they help them with diapers and clothes and food and all that stuff. So anyway, it's a, it's a very near and dear thing to my heart here in the Charleston area is uh, saving babies, man. Cool. And how can listeners can connect with you, Charlie? Well, you can get, get me on, uh, on LinkedIn or Facebook or, uh, you know, shoot me an email 
Email address is info, I-N-F-O, at Cornell, C-O-R-D-E-L-L, capital, C-A-P-I-T-A-L, dot com. Um, or you can call me on my cell phone. I mean, it's uh, 843-200-9552. Love to chat. Cool. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely, bro. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message, info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.